we all might be aware of Albert Einstein, who said that the whole universe is nothing but vibration and reverberation, which is nothing but sound. Nature and life is just a bunch of configuration of sounds. If correct sounds are being employed, if proper frequencies are being used, the side effect of it would be nothing but just positive vibration for human beings. I believe if it comes from inside out, it resonates more with people. And if it doesn't resonate with me, it wouldn't resonate with the people that are going to listen to it. So all this makes the frequency to be very powerful, creating an opportunity for creating original tones and then manipulating it selectively. Welcome to the Sound and Marketing Podcast. I am so pleased to kick off Season 3 with a special guest from General Motors' Jay Kapadia. Jay is the lead sound design engineer at GM, who primarily designs interior and exterior sounds for all vehicles. He is also the main composer for pedestrian-friendly alert functions on electric and autonomous vehicles. On the interior of the cars, he works on sounds such as seatbelts fastening, turn signal sounds, center stacks, and infotainment. Jay is involved in all future vehicle development and creation of sounds, including patents and advanced technology work projects. And this is just a list of his functions at GM. Jay is also a trained musician that has worked on a variety of projects in film, TV, radio, music, and video games. I'm just going to stop there as his resume is pretty extensive and just say, welcome to the show, Jay. It's our honor and privilege, uh, Gina, for having us uh, and, you know, representing General Motors and some beautiful work which you are doing and uh, trying to capture what the automotive industry is doing. So we're pretty privileged as well. I've been very curious about this interview because uh, there's a lot going on in all voice industry, but the car industry really fascinates me, especially with the emergence of um, electric vehicles that don't make sound. And now you have to emit sound, which weren't, wasn't even there in the first place. So, um, so thank you so much for starting off season three. Why don't you go ahead and just start off uh, introducing yourself to the audience and what you do and your really interesting background and how you got into GM. Hi, my name is Jay Kapadia and I was born and raised in Mumbai, India. Uh, from an early age, I had love for music and entertaining. That's how it all started. Then I also had a passion for technology and engineering. So this amalgamation of art and science led me on my educational journey across continents to study music and engineering and ultimately securing a beautiful position at General Motors in the year 2016 as a lead audio engineer. So inspired by music and entertainment industry as a child, I learned to sing and play some musical instruments and I immediately knew that creating music was my passion. At the same time, my childhood fantasy was to understand musical gadgets like Walkman back then. Then Discman came in, LP, long play, or vinyl records. And I would be constantly switching the knobs like the bass and treble to make the sound subjectively correct. So the next logical step for me was to pursue electronics engineering to understand the science or the physics of sound. And simultaneously, I was pursuing uh, learning music and performing as well. So I would do field recordings of sounds, traffic, uh, water droplets, would go to the forest, the mountains, 
just would be curious to record this complex yet organic sounds of nature. So there was an inherent inclination towards designing at some point. And at the same time, the passion was towards understanding speakers, amplifiers, microphones. What are these MIDI controllers and MOOC synthesizers and the digital audio workstations? So after earning a bachelor's degree in electronics and telecommunication engineering from uh, Swami Vivekananda Institute of Technology in Mumbai, I moved to New York City in 2008 to pursue music at the prestigious uh, New York University, where I earned a master's in uh, music technology in 2010. While there, I spent time in several music studios, learning, creating different sounds, and also gaining experience in the fine art of recording. In 2014, I got married to my lady love, and we both fled from the Big Apple to uh, Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Back then, we lived in Warren, uh, right opposite to the Warren Tech Center. And I was soon frequenting uh, Starbucks there, and right opposite to it was our Warren Tech Center. And I was like, sit and contemplate whether I would be working for an automotive company. And there it was, the best in the industry. Uh, so I got into it and really privileged to work for General Motors. So I currently lead uh, the whole vehicle sound development at General Motors, crafting interior and exterior chimes, audible alerts, and more for future vehicles, which we'll go into detail. Uh, and also a classically trained musician and worked with a national level composer back in India and here in the United States. So that musical ability with the acoustics of sounds and recording brought me to General Motors. I got really privileged in 2018 when we decided to create a state-of-art recording studio at General Motors, which recently opened uh, a couple of years back inside the noise and vibration building at Milford, our Milford Proving Grounds, uh, where we have uh, our sound analysis room, our jury room, where I would do evaluations for our final sounds for the vehicles with the re relevant stakeholders. So at Milford, we have testing chambers, which are like anechoic chambers, basically a lot of them, some of the size of a, uh, you know, exaggerated version of a football field. I just feel fortunate as a sound designer that I get to captivate the world with astounding sounds and a world to sing and humans to transcend. That's what brought me to General Motors. Now more than ever, understanding technology it is just like you have to. If you're if you're a musician, you have to understand technology because the days of you know becoming a you know a score composer on a show and like writing out all your notation for or, or an orchestra it doesn't really happen unless you're working on Family Guy or The Simpsons. I think so. There's just not the budget for that. Um, but I also find it really interesting how people like you are finding their way into industries that you don't think of sound. And um, I, I think what, what I wanted to kind of start with was you talk a lot about science and healing and wellness in your background and what you're interested and passionate in. What does, what does that have to do with car sounds, with, um, with your drive, with um, your sensory sounds within your car? What does wellness have to do other than it makes you feel good when your favorite song comes on? 
That's a great question because that's been an untapped potential in uh, the sound industry right now, especially the automotive. So this might be a stretch for many of us, uh, but I will do some deep dive into it for what it's worth. Growing up, again, I was immersed into yogic practices. I'm a yoga practitioner and a yoga teacher. So since I had to practice my vocal techniques being a vocalist on the stage, it was obvious that, you know, uh, the city life had a lot of uh, pollution uh, in Mumbai, which led me to have, you know, sore throat, uh, mucus, cold, cough. So I'd practice a pitch or frequency for a few hours based on my guru's guidance so that, you know, you would just... They would tell me that practice this frequency for a week and see what happens. And they did not disclose what would happen. But I would feel good after it, not only mentally, but even, you know, it was pretty evident in my voice culture. I didn't know that uh, it was the sound which was uh, making it disappear. Uh, but this led to a curiosity uh, uh, and a curious journey of backing that up with science because I would question everything uh, back then. and. I wouldn't believe anything that wasn't scientific. So I got to learn that. Uh, and there is a branch of yoga, which is called as a Nada yoga or the yoga of sound with a combination of correct breath work and sound work. Uh, we, uh, breath work is also called as pranayama. Prana means the life force within us. So the science of breath and the science of sound uh, along with all the thousands of years of Eastern healing techniques, uh, which I was exposed to. I would go to the mountains, I would come back, and this engineering left brain of me would want to develop a MATLAB tool to practice these particular sounds, which would match the sounds of the strings and instruments on the MATLAB tool. And then I started to realize that there are some gross sounds, subtle sounds, and very subtle sound. And Hence began my journey of researching and I came across a wonderful scientist, which we all might be aware of, Albert Einstein, who said that the whole universe is nothing but vibration and reverberation, which is nothing but sound. Nature and life is just a bunch of configuration of sounds. So back, uh, going back to the Vedic uh, sounds or the ancient sounds, they penetrate to create healing, creating correct resonance for specific sounds. And now science is uh, proving that as well. And a lot of case studies, a lot of scientific evidences show that they can remove disorder from the body by setting a proper order to the body uh, with the use of these uh, divine frequencies. So modern science is proving that our existence is nothing but reverberation. And the root sounds of all this complex sounds are A, U, and M. This is these are the sounds which we can create without employing our tongue. So that's why this is the basic sound, or we call it the universal sound. Any sound has two types. One is articulate sounds, which varies with different regions, different cultures, and countries. And then then there is a universal sound which we all human beings are exposed to, which is called as the inarticulate sound or the intonational sound. So articulate sounds means it has a language, inarticulate or intonational sound is a sound like OM. What I wanted to pursue is to internalize our senses through sound, optimize our nada, and we establish that fundamental note. Then I come here 
to America and I study in depth more about the self-agio frequencies or the Gregorian chants which happen. They, these are frequencies which cater to the meridians or the energy centers of the body which helps with the endocrine system. So different frequencies trigger different hormones in our specific glands to prevent us from having any disorders from anxiety, depression, and even some physical ailments like even hairline fracture, for example. And I'm again uh, saying that it might be a stretch for a lot of them, but this has been, you know, uh, my passion to research. How can science meet wellness? The main branch of this is called these days, we call it the acutonics. It's a system of vibrational sound healing in the Eastern uh, philosophy that utilizes tuning folks with specific frequencies and gongs. Uh, you see people going for sound baths, sound healing sessions these days a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, Himalayan bowls, uh, bells, drums, those kind of things. So connecting the body, mind, and soul in the journey towards optimum health is uh, the other side, is the other side of the brain which starts working. And how can we blend both of them? That's what... It's leading to some of the sounds which I'm developing in uh, the automotive industry right now, that if correct sounds are being employed, if proper frequencies are being used, the side effect of it would be nothing but just positive vibration for human beings. So I believe if it comes from inside out, it resonates more with people. And if it doesn't resonate with me, it wouldn't resonate with the people that are going to listen to it. So all this makes the frequency to be very powerful, creating an opportunity for creating original tones and then manipulating it selectively. You're creating an experience in the car that is a pseudo therapy session because <laughs> it, it could calm people down, especially in the time that we're in right now. We really have to be mindful of our mental health and if we were able to calm ourselves just in our commute, I live in the LA area and generally other than this year, it's very stressful to get on the road. So to be able to have a calming and um, positive experience in, in your commute when it's chaos outside would definitely be a plus. <laughs> yeah, and especially when people uh, these days uh, during even the pandemic are staying so much in the day. Uh, are in the car a lot these days as well. So hence, uh, there is a need, and especially for our luxury segments, that that's the luxury, one of one part of the luxury experience. The moment you sit in the car, you one, ha one automatically thinks that they are in the lap of luxury. So going into that, what would you say the ultimate goal for automotive would be? Would it be the sound should be functional? Should it be comfortable? Should it be luxurious? At General Motors, our first motto is customer is the focus. So I, for me, when I'm doing anything, my customer is the center of everything I do. And the whole attitude is, uh, thank God it's Monday. I just can't wait for Mondays to start crafting sounds in our new recording studio. It's so critical to merge the technical aspect of sound development with the creative and artistic side. Uh, but saying that, the ultimate goal of sound design for us is to make the sound which is organic or natural, 
with the practical usefulness of the sounds. So we want to make sure that we are negating the unwanted sounds coming out of our cars and the sounds which are functional, the sounds which are needed, we make that a pleasant experience, yet we convey the information to our customers what that function needs to be uh, done for that. So it's like creating a perfect sense three experience would be the goal. That's a great goal. I like that. Would you say that General Motors or the auto industry would ever get into creating through their functional sounds a sonic branding, a unique sonic identity, or would it? Do you just foresee it being as a functional effect that potentially other automotive industries could adopt the same sounds that you're working on, or vice versa? Absolutely. Uh, great question. Uh, and we are heading in that same direction. General Motors uh, is heading in that direction of having that sonic identity because we have so many brands, whether it is our Cadillac, which is the prestigious one. And then there is Hummer, which is like more on the, uh, and some performance cars. So it's a wide variety of uh, portfolio, which we have here. So functionality, number one. Number two, Comfort, yes, it has to be a comforting experience, whichever uh, vehicle you sit into. And the third and most important aspect as well being luxury. We would cater to all these three important pillars in the game. So going into that, let's explore some of the cars that you are working on recently. Which one would you like to start with? Cadillac Lyric is my favorite one. Uh, these days, we are working a lot on the Hummer EV. Uh, as you must have seen in our reveal videos. Uh, so yeah, it's just the excitement is rolling. So for the lyric, I was looking, I, I looked more into more in depth on the lyric because I like the name of it. Um, for those of you listening, it's L-Y-R-I-Q, not C. But um, they they talk a lot in their specs about this, a 19 speaker AKG studio audio system. I mean, I don't even have that set up in our home theater. And my husband is a filmmaker. So we have a pretty sweet deal going on with our projector. How did that come about? Like why 19 speakers? How is it being utilized? What's going on? Well, uh, then uh, I'll have to tell you something about our 21 Cadillac Escalade, which has 34 speakers in it. <laughs> uh, so, my goodness. <laughs> so... We call it the AKG Studio, a uh, 19 uh, speaker AKG uh, sound system, which fe uh, you know, which features uh, strategically placed speakers and is custom tuned to the interiors of the luxury, premium luxury, and sports trim uh, packages for optimum sound quality. Uh, and uh, you know, it's powered by amplifier channels and features enclosed subwoofers. Uh, and drivers are basically the idea is to envelop them in rich surround sound, ensuring an oral immersion with unmatched clarity in every seat. And then our studio reference, uh, which we call AKG Studio Reference, has 36 speakers, uh, sorry, not 34, 36, uh, which has a 360 degrees uh, sound throughout the cabin. So to answer your question, uh, it's our it's the decision of our uh, you know uh, program teams and chief engineers uh, and the way we want to provide uh, you know a luxury experience to our customers with crystal clear crisp sounds and a lot of things are going on with audio zoning. 
uh, with audio zoning being whether you're taking a right turn versus a left turn, you know, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's coming out from the correct set of speakers in the car uh, or the in-car uh, communication wherein someone sitting in the third row versus uh, the driver, they're able to hear each other uh, pretty well with, uh, with the use of our embedded microphones uh, placed strategically as well. This is one of the reasons. And uh, secondly, that we want to provide an experience of a mobile sound studio that when customers are going to be in the car for so many hours a day driving, especially you're in LA, you'll be driving and you'll be stuck in traffic. You want to make sure that, you know, we are giving uh, that, uh, you know, good experience to the customers. And then as a juxtaposition, because I think GM is very good at, uh, for me, like I think Cadillac, I think luxury. That's the first word that comes to my head. You think Hummer, you think all-terrain. Uh, or that's what I think anyways. Um, so how would the sound experience be different for a Cadillac that would ultimately be driven in the city? And then the Hummer, which at least through your commercials and such is driven, you know, in desert freeways and, or, you know, desert highways, how would the sound be different between the two very different cars? We'll start with Hummer. As you know, the world's first zero emissions, zero limits, all electric super truck, Hummer EV generates the power of and technology to conquer the off-road uh, experience with extraordinary confidence. In that, uh, you would have uh, seen uh, that we have different modes called as crab modes, crab mode versus an uh, watch to freedom mode. When the customer wants to switch back and forth into different modes during their off-road experience, what is the experience through sound are we conveying it? So they get this positive feedback that, yes, the car is at its optimum condition to go into the watch to freedom mode versus now the car is in the vehicle is in the crab mode when it's, you know, uh, going totally off-road. So uh, sound is basically used here as information conveyed in a pleasant sense. Uh, so that's where Hummer comes into picture, along with a lot of uh, different uh, features coming uh, like EVSE. It's like the uh, external sound enhancement for the vehicle uh, at low speeds for our electric vehicles. And it's also our AVAS sounds, which is the acoustic vehicle alert systems as well. So that's basically related to Hummer. When it comes to Cadillac, we are coming up with different themes in the vehicle as well. We call it Cadillac choreography, wherein it has to be a nice synchronicity between uh, the lights, uh, the sounds, and matching different themes and giving you that experience that whatever theme you are selecting, you're getting that particular experience while driving that car. So one is performance-based off-road experience, and the second one is a total luxury experience. Tune in next week for the conclusion of J&I's interview, where we'll talk about psychoacoustics, how to keep the sound in the background for optimal functionality, and how less is more. Thank you again to General Motors for making this interview possible. I'm very excited to announce that I will be launching a course on sounds, power, and influence in marketing in early 2021, where we'll be discussing what sound is and where it came from, the origins of advertising, advertising today and predictions for the future, sound's role in decision-making and buying power, 
and how our brains process sounds to create choice and reaction. To sign up for early details, go to soundandmarketing.com or follow me on all the socials. For inquiries on sonic branding development or consultations, you can find me at Dreamer Productions. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at dreamerproductions.com. All links will be provided in the show notes. For more of the Sound and Marketing Podcast, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher. This episode was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.